This eighth edition of Vel's Thoughts is sponsored by the good folks and the good gentlemen of the Hierarchy Network, the Hierarchy Podcast Network. Shout out to all you gentlemen. This podcast is sponsored by those guys. Shout out to you good guys. Uh, Also sponsored by Former Cigars. If you want an excellent cigar, a nice road, a beautiful cigar, make sure you hit formercigars.com. Use special promo code LOSERS and you should possibly get... So I think 10% off of your order. So make sure you go do that. Today on Vail's Thoughts, the eighth, the eighth edition, excuse me. Um, we got to talk a little bit about the fragile male ego. You know, uh, it's a lot of fragile shit going on. What's up with Nicki Minaj's husband, man? Him, he, him and Offset. We got to talk a little bit about that. Steven ATO. Uh, will the losers return? We'll speak about that a little bit. And ladies, I'm so sorry. I know y'all don't want to hear too much, but I do I do have to talk about football today. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the NFL, uh, the trash bag, Chicago Bears. <laughs> we speaking about them and the, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. Let's get to it, my boy Roy. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, okay, <laughs> feeling real good, feeling real great, it is 3.46pm Central Time here on Tuesday, September 19th, I am doing okay, Um, I want to say that I am in the greatest of moods or have been uh, in the past couple of weeks, but I'm fine Um, for the most part, Uh, I miss my guy, Uh, my boy Izzy. Like I say, I want y'all to keep sending him love, keep telling him to bring his ass back on this podcast um, just to be bunt with y'all. I'm not even really sure. Is he still, uh, he's still not really feeling it right now. So that's why we didn't do nothing. I didn't, I haven't really been in the mood to speak too much the past couple of weeks myself. So yeah, I'm just going, um, you know, flow with it today. It's a couple of things I want to get off my chest and there's some stuff that I do want to talk about. But um, like I say, uh, we're going to continue to try to get Izzy, get Izzy to return. Uh, it could be next week, could be two, could be next month, it could be never. So right now, we don't know. It's like up in the air, 50-50 chance. But uh, it could be this week, should knowing Izzy. But I'm just, I just want my brother to know that I am here for whatever that's going on, whatever you got going on. I know it's a lot. Um, I am right here standing with you, brother. Whatever you want to do, I support you 100%. And I know that our listenership, they support you as well. So we love you, my nigga. And we looking forward to you returning. But it's a lot of shit going on in America. And Vail is going to tell you what he thinks about it. (laughs) Speaking in third person. (laughs) Narcissists. (laughs) But um, uh, it's on some more serious shit, man. Now, I don't really speak about, you know, uh, couples and, you know, relationships and people fighting and, you know, how couples and shit. I stay out of people's business, especially married folks. I don't get in y'all's drama. I don't want nothing to do with none of that. I don't even like my own drama. <laughs> like, I don't even want to be in that shit. So, you know, I don't want to be in y'all. So, check this out. The number one rule, I think, in a relationship, maybe it, it ain't number one, but it's high up on the list. No reason to go through the phones. If you feel like you can't trust that person to the point that you got to go through their phone, you don't need to be with them because obviously you don't trust them and you shouldn't be with someone you don't trust. That's a very important 
thing in relationships uh i i would say it's like number one but i would it's high on the list just like i was saying um trust is, is a major part in, in a lot of relationships this is this in, in every relationship i'm sorry not in a lot of relationships but you know it plays a part because a lot of people especially i'll say like shit maybe since like the 90s my nigga niggas been getting caught up with these cell phones and shit and going through them phones, that's 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 the recipe for a bad disaster. And as a man, we we really can't deal with that shit. Like, I can tell y'all straight up, 100%, I can't go through my girl, if I had a girl, I can't go through her DMs. Like, <laughs> even if she not responding, I don't even, because I'm now I want I want to I want to have words with this guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not my ego, the fragile male ego that we as men have can't take seeing a man even hit your ass with a damn or you look good or emoji or shit like I can no no I don't fuck with that it's been times I've seen because you know back in the day you know, <laughs> long time ago long long time ago back in the day I ended up in like you know some Twitter DMs and shit and you know I'm seeing niggas that's cool you know say what up to me shaking my hand and shit and my and my girl DMs you know what I'm saying like you don't, you don't want to see shit like that. And, you know, I've learned lessons, you know, even since high school. Phones have been getting me fucking fucked up since high school. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. Like, <laughs> this cell phone such the devil. I can't even <laughs> begin to explain this shit to y'all. But at the end of the day, I say since the 90s, these phones have been getting niggas in trouble. Even in women. In women. And in, in, in a lot of women. And unfortunately, it's been getting women hit, uh, knocked upside the head, beat up punched and a gentleman named kevin porter jr he plays for the houston rockets he was arrested for assaulting his girlfriend um i'm not sure her i i i know we all know who she is but i don't really want to bring up her name too much in this situation because it's all about this dumbass nigga um he was arrested for Allegedly relentlessly beating and choking his girlfriend, who is a former WNBA player, inside of a four-star Millennium Hotel in New York City in Midtown Manhattan. Um, Houston Rockets guard uh, Kevin Porter is asking the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to drop the second-degree assault charges after it agreed Porter didn't break break his girlfriend's neck during an alleged hotel beating. Lord have mercy. Prosecutors initially said the savage beatdown left her with a fractured vertebrae, but documents reviewed by the Post showed the fracture was actually a congenital defect and did not come from the row, a fact the DA's office has now conceded, according to the defense team. Emily Tuttle, a spokesperson with the DA's office, said we would decline to comment on this opening pending case. But now Porter's team is asking the office to immediately drop the second degree felony assault charge against him, which carries a maximum penalty of seven years imprisonment. If the charges get dropped, Porter still faces second degree strangulation and third degree assault. And he will still face a maximum of seven years behind bars if convicted of the strangulation charge. Um, 
the young lady's lawyer, Robert Hantman, didn't immediately return a request for comment. He has previously previously told the Post exclusively that misleading and inaccurate information had been attributed to her, with a source adding she hadn't made a statement to law enforcement. So that's the story we got, ladies and gentlemen. Now, word on the street is she was sleeping. This isn't word on the street. This is in police documents. She was sleeping. Kevin Porter happened to go through her phone and relentlessly started attacking her while she was asleep. Now, gentlemen, we have to understand, and this this whole point is for me to just admit that guys cannot deal with the shit that women deal with as far as what we do in relationships. Now, like I say, we could be upset about a DM of a nigga sending like some eyes or even some fire emojis or something. It's just be like, nigga, don't say nothing to my girl, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it could have been anything. And she probably innocently enough. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I don't know. And that's why I don't like speaking on these situations because if I'm hurt, you got to look at it like, well, I'm a beautiful young woman. Um, You think you're the only nigga that want me? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's some niggas in her phone. You feel me? So, and then you got to look at it from his side. To women, I might be a handsome young man. I have money. I play in the NBA. Pretty good, actually, in the NBA. And a lot of women want me as well. So when you get in a situation like this, it could have been anything he seen. It could have been anything, and it could have been random. You know, think about if he just saw like a DM from somebody on his team, like one of his Rockets teammates or something. That could have spiraled him out of control. You get it? Like... <laughs> You know, you got to think about situations like this, but but it's really not funny at the end of the day because, man, for you to be that weak and to put your hands on that one young woman, you are a bitch made ass nigga like that. And I've had my situations in my lifetime. I'm not really the one to speak on this type of shit, but I ain't never punched nobody. I ain't never slapped. I ain't never choked. This nigga got a strangulation charge. <laughs> like, and all couples out there, especially black couples, y'all done had tussles, man. We ain't gonna sit up here in front on shit like that. Y'all done been in arguments where it got a little out of control, a little out of hand, and shit like this happened. And I mean, not like Chris Brown. It's like, he beat her up. That was some bullshit. Like, like I get why motherfuckers mad at him. Like, <laughs> but Kevin Porter, too. Like, if, if, if it comes out to be true, the stuff that he was doing to this young woman, he is done. His career is over. And I seen Shams, he was uh, talking about teams that's looking to trade after him. Like, man, y'all need to cut cut it the fuck out. He's finished. There's no way you can add a player to your team after they've done something like this. And I know Miles Bridges. I know he, he actually ended up in a situation. I really don't know exactly that situation. But I don't think it's as worse as this. And we don't have as much evidence as we've gotten from this. But men, we've we've got to control our egos because it could actually help us sometimes, but it can also be a really, really bad down and low point for us when you let that ego take control of your mind. And we got to stop doing that. And Kevin Porter, you deserve everything bad that comes to you if you did exactly what they're saying that you did to this young woman. And I'm sending prayers to her and her family. And I just definitely wanted to get in here and talk about that because that's bitch made shit. And we, when bitch made shit happens like that, we got to 
let bitch made niggas know that they are bitches for doing that bitch made ass shit. <laughs> the fragile male ego, ladies and gentlemen, it has taken control of us men, all of us probably over our 30s, I'm sure. We've been in a situation where ego took control. Uh, it's a song by Eminem called Guilty Conscience uh, with Dr. Dre, and it's really brilliant. Um, it's coming from the standpoint of good and evil of course and i think that's what happens to me in, in a lot of situations just listen to that crazy ass song eminem was funny as hell back in the day but go listen to that shit guilty conscience is, is, is pretty interesting because it's it's situations like this where men lose control and their ego and their conscience or something telling them to do something crazy and that's what i'm saying like sometimes like my mind i know tell me like attack like go crazy like and i and i black out and lose it and shit but that was youngville you know it ain't been like that but wanted to speak about kevin porter jr ladies and gentlemen also wanted to speak about the uh video music awards the vmas um if you did not see it uh who was there uh nikki minaj hosted um ice spice was there taylor swift was having a time of her fucking white life pale her pale like hey y'all know hey i'm coming up with this i gotta come up with this i let people know this shit is so funny to me y'all know how people be saying people of color so we're gonna start saying people of pale that's that's what white people is <laughs> people of pale so when i say that that's what y'all know i'm talking about white people like how does they say people of color y'all are people of pale so that's what we call it white people so taylor swift and her pale face was at the um the vmas Cardi B and Meg performed. They were fantastic. Uh, as Pops would say, the yams were everywhere. Um, I thought the performance was okay, though. You know, I'm a big Cardi and Meg fan, but the performance was straight, you know? <laughs> you know, It wasn't like we finna be talking about it for the rest of the year. Like, it was cool, you know? <laughs> it ain't little mama getting on stage with hope. <laughs> I'm just saying. Meg and Cardi was cool. Doja Cat, you know, she be on some devil shit, but that goddamn woman is very talented. You know what I'm saying? Like, Doja is really talented. Like, and she got some good songs. Like, it be hard for me to, like, sit and listen to that shit. But when I, anytime I hear something, like, around, like, like at a war show and shit like that, that shit was popping. And her stage presence and the way she moved the crowd and shit, that's a superstar. I, I could see a star. Doja, you a star, baby. Shout out to her. Who else? Uh, Puff Daddy. Um, I want to talk about his album before we talk about his VMA performance. Album fantastic, man. If you went to the 90s R&B, that, that classic R&B and shit, Puff put some shit together, man. I don't like that The the Weeknd and Justin Bieber. And then, you know, come on, man. Justin Bieber on there trying to make a Michael Jackson song. Like, nigga, stop it. We no, no, that shit sound like my a fake ass Michael Jackson song. I ain't gonna lie to you, Puff. That's the only thing. But it's 23 songs on that bitch. I love it. I love the album. Really good, really good album, man. Um, shout out to Puff, uh, shout out to Diddy, whatever y'all call him. He um he put out a great project, and I think everybody should check it out. It's called uh Love. Uh it's called The Love Album Off the Grid so make sure you check that out please make sure you check that out his performance was good he brought his son out i love nepotism you know nepotism is what we should all aspire for we should always want to leave our kids something i love that he got out there had who was it christian yeah christian uh king combs they call that nigga king combs yeah shout out to him 
I love that he he's showcasing him and putting him more into the spotlight with him. I mean, he's done it from day one, but I love seeing it on a big stage like that. He uh he said he tried to get Mace to do it, but I guess you know Mace doing big shit with Cameron right now, so I guess Mace didn't really want to come do it. So it was cool to see him do that. He brought out Keisha Cole. Um, I I thought that was really good. Keisha sounded good. Keisha sounded good to me. I know she was getting criticism, but y'all always said Keisha Cole couldn't sing, so. Who am I? But I thought she sounded okay. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Keisha Cole. And who else? Whoever else I'm forgetting. Shout out. Uh, I did fall asleep, so I did not see the Hip Hop 50 uh, thing. But I, I heard that Nicki had a lot of shit to do with that. I did see Lil Wayne come out. Shout out to Wayne, man. I love that Wayne getting his flowers while he's still here and shit. You know, Wayne did a lot of that goddamn codeine and shit back in his younger days. Uh and he was really, really unapologetic about it, but I'm glad that he's choosing a different lifestyle because that shit was going to take him out. And I remember my brother B. Will used to always say that uh, Wayne is going to be in trouble because he drinks so much lean. And, you know, back then we didn't think about that shit. And then when it took Pimp C out, it's we 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 as a community all started to look at a, a different uh, in a different mind state. So um, I'm glad that Wayne has chosen to go a different route, man. You just need weed, baby. You just need weed. Maybe a little uh, whatever your drink is, Bombay or some shit. Some he got. I know Wayne got a bamboo or some shit like that. He got his own liquor or something like that. So shout out to Wayne. I am happy that he's getting his flowers while he is still here. Um, now Offset. Um, I seen on Instagram. I woke up uh, this this past weekend. I think this happened. A video of Nicki Minaj's husband. He was outside of uh, probably one of them rich ass hotels. This nigga walked around the corner, some goofy ass shit, made it look like they was in the hood and shit. Now I I've heard that uh, this is all allegedly, but you know, like I told y'all, when the word tell me to use, she she usually happens or it's right. Uh, Nicki Minaj's husband, you know, he, he, him and his friends, they they probably got a couple bodies under their belts and shit. You know, I'm saying y'all ain't hear that from me, but I'm just saying, you know, these are some some real killers I heard. So, um, he had some killers outside with him and shit, and they were looking like they were just standing out there waiting for Offset to just like randomly come outside the New York street, like come in the back with. With five of your friends, and, and we're gonna just fight one on one. Like, <laughs> nigga, what are you expecting me to do? I think Offset, Cardi, and Offset had left that show. They performed early in the show. I was they they was gone. We're not gonna sit here and watch a Nicki Minaj host this show. Y'all lucky I even showed up for this shit. The way she's disrespectful, a show ungraceful. Just just Nicki Minaj is a really nasty person. Like, if y'all just Google Nicki Minaj being nasty <laughs> and not in a sexual way, just her just being rude to people and shit. She's she's very her humble, she's not humble at all. And I done been in a lot of arguments and random bar fans and disrespecting me, calling me the F word that rhyme with maggot and all kind of shit, just because I've had these thoughts about Nicki Minaj. Now, this is the goofy shit I'll be talking about. Why is your husband outside of your hotel room screaming about fighting someone who's probably on an airplane or back in Atlanta at this point? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, And if you see the video... It gotta be like three, four in the morning, nigga. It's New York City. No one's outside. <laughs> so it gotta be early wee hours of the morning. What are you doing? Go back in the room, get in your go lay down with your damn wife, nigga. 
You fucking got a child in that shit. Come on, bro. What I, I just don't understand. The male ego. Now, I don't know what has transpired for this to happen. Um, I'm sure some DMs I, I've, I've heard or seen something about Offset saying something. And I guess uh, his name is Kenneth Petty. That's Nicki Minaj's husband. He ain't Kenny, Kenneth Petty. That's Nicki Minaj's husband. And like, that's who everybody know that nigga has. But we're on the street and shit. He'll kill it over. <laughs> but I don't know. But uh, at the end of the day, that's goofy. That's lame. Why are we doing goofy, lame ass, dumb shit? First of all, you're a registered sex offender and you giving people ammunition to bring that up. And I'm not here to even discuss that. But at the end of the day, nigga, you need to stop because niggas got too much on you for you to even be talking. And you are Nicki Minaj's husband. So keep it at that. Sit back, play your role. Bring in some money, you know, dig it down when you got to do just play your husband role, you know. You feel me? That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do, man. So anyway, offset, keep doing what you're doing. I seen you, you on your Michael Jackson shit. I don't know, cause niggas saying you 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 putting on the outfits and shit that you think you Michael Jackson now or what, but I just keep, just do you, my brother. Be happy. That's all I want. I want everybody to be happy. I ain't here to kick nobody down. So shout out to Offset and Nicki Minaj's husband. Stop that goofy shit. Stop all that goofy shit. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. Let's talk a little bit about it now. He was on the Joe Budden podcast, and he did mention that him and Max Kellerman broke up because he just didn't really like working with Max. It didn't work. Things wasn't right. It just... He was not about to go from being number one to losing to Skip Bayless, who also is his rival as FS1, who you, he used to work at ESPN with, who brought him back to ESPN. So he got a lot of love for Skip Bayless. But he was just saying that Max, you know, him and Max didn't work. And I didn't think it worked either. I didn't really like Max on the show. Um, I wouldn't say Max didn't know what he was talking about. I think Max had his great moments. I think Stephen A have his great moments. I think his moments with Stephen A looks crazy. I think it's all opinions. We all have opinions. We don't know this shit. This sports shit is all opinion-based. Like, none of us is playing. Like, Charles Barkley will say Sacramento Kings is going to the finals and shit. It's like, niggas would be like, well, he played in the NBA. He know who he's talking about. No, he just has a fucking opinion just like the rest of us. So to say that one of them don't really know what they're talking about is, is kind of crazy. But I think that Stephen A has a lot of crazy opinions. I think Max does. I think Skip does. I think Dan Orlovsky does. Fucking... Um, Shannon Sharp, all these niggas have bad opinions at times. Me, I have horrible opinions at times. I know I do. So over the weekend, Tara Owens was on Twitter or X, whatever y'all call it now. And he went back to a video where he was on first take. And he said to Stephen A. Smith that Max almost seems blacker than him in a situation that came down to, I think it was with the NBA and what they were doing with the boycotting and everything that was going on back in the bubble when the Milwaukee Bucks were threatening to boycott. Um, he told Stephen A. Smith basically that Max Kellerman was blacker than him. And, as a black man, you know those that you take offense to some shit like that, especially, you know I am. If a nigga tell me a white nigga, or I'm sorry, a white person has is is blacker than me, oh man, we gonna be we 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 gonna be talking about that for a while. So they on Twitter going back and forth, and Tara Owens basically doubled down like facts, 
And Stephen A just basically went out. I'm like, man, I told your sorry ass, like, look, back in the day, when you pulled the shit you pulled, I was good on you. So come to find out, Tara Owens sued Stephen A. Smith for something that happened on first take. Stephen A. went on to say that he was sued because... He said that because Tara Owens said that he brought up something that Stephen A brought up something that they were talking about off record and brought it onto the show. So Tara Owens sued him for that. Some more bitch made ass shit, ladies and gentlemen. Stephen A said, and I believe him, that he would never do nothing like that. And Stephen A, I'm sure, he has a lot of insight on a lot of stuff that goes on in the personal lives of these players and stuff. So he's had opportunities to go at people personally. Why would he do it to you, Tara Owens? That's all I'm saying about this shit. This is just this, the silly shit that's been going on. This is what I be talking about. Like, what are we talking about? And Kyrie Irving may have had a great tweet, and I know it ended with something like, there's bigger things or bigger issues to worry about. And it is. Like, who gives a fuck? Max has been fired by ESPN. He's gone. Sorry. Stephen A made sure Max got a job. He looked out for him. It's no reason for anybody to be sitting up here going at Stephen A. And I give Stephen A a lot of credit for a lot of the TV that's happening in America right now. The whole debating and all of that shit. Skip Bayless wasn't finna take this shit to the next level. Him doing it with Stephen A is what took debating to the next level, which opened the door for the Shannon Sharps and the Richard Shermans and the Keyshawns and the Michael Irvins. You know what I mean? So we got to give Stephen A the credit for what's happening on TV right now. So I just wanted to give him his respect. And I think T.O. needs to shut up and give him his respect as well. And another fucking person who needs to continue to get his respect is Coach Prime. Coach Primetime Deion Sanders, what he's doing out there in Colorado is amazing. The Colorado Buffaloes ended up winning a double overtime game this past weekend against their rival Colorado State. And before the game, the Colorado State head coach, uh, I forget his name, uh, Norvell, uh, he, he said that uh, he comes from respect. He takes his sunglasses off and his hat when he's talking to people and shit. A direct shot at Coach Prime because, you know, Coach Prime likes to do his interviews and his sunglasses and his hat on, which nobody really even thought about, I'm sure. But this guy, this guy <laughs> until he said the shit, and we never really saw that. So... That made the game a little bit personal. Now, in the first quarter or the second, I'm not exactly sure. Travis Hunter, the star receiver and cornerback of the Colorado Buffaloes, uh, was uh, going down the left hash, and he was went for a deep pass. Blatantly was hit in the chest or the stomach area, the abdomen, ab- abdomen area, and um, punctured his liver, I believe it is. So um, it was a clear... Straight shot. The guy should have been uh fucking disqualified from the game. Um, I gotta find this nigga's name because I gotta speak about this white boy who hit Travis Hunter. Henry Blackburn. That's his name. Henry Blackburn. Henry definitely sound like he sound like a I don't know. He sound like he from the south for sure. Henry Blackburn. <laughs> yeah, that's a southern ass nigga. But yeah, man, he hit that that nigga in his stomach, and and now Travis. Hunter is out for the three weeks prom, Coach Prom said. So that's, I think there's some uh, two of their biggest games he's about to miss. He's about to miss the Oregon game and the USC game. Now, I want to stay uh, very optimistic and be optimistic about 
the Colorado Buffalo's chances in those games. Um, they might not have a chance against Oregon. Oregon average Oregon averaging like 60 points a game or some crazy ass shit right now. They got a quarterback who's been playing for like eight years and some silly ass shit like that. So I don't know. They might be in trouble this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, but we gonna stay positive and we gonna think that with the way that Shadur Sanders has been playing, that boy is a superstar waiting to happen. And I think that he will keep them into the game just like he did when Travis Hunter went down. But Colorado defense not that good, you know. They got a lot of lot of work to do. And even Coach Prime said that they add about eight or nine more players and shit, they'll be set. And I think that's true because the defense is a little, is a little lax for Colorado State to take them to double overtime. That's scary. You know, that that makes you feel like they don't have a chance against Oregon or USC for that fact. So we'll see how they do this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We will we will be watching. We will be watching. Um, the Chicago Bears. Let's talk about it. Chicago Bears have begun the season 0-2. Um, the first game was very shitty. This past game, Justin Fields was very shitty. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like... The first game, we were like, what's up with the play calling? The second game, it's like, what the fuck is Justin Fields doing? Like, it's niggas wide open, niggas clapping their hands at him. And it was disgusting to watch, and it's been disgusting to watch. And I want to say this, and I know my Uncle Trey said this to me. It's kind of, like, not fair, you know, for us as Bears fans. Like, y'all got to understand, like, and ladies, I know, I know. Y'all don't care, y'all. Don't, it ain't that serious to y'all. But to us, it is, God damn it. So you got to understand, we ride for this team. We be here. We get together every weekend. Niggas spending money, getting food, doing all this shit for you niggas to get out here, practice all summer, and can't even score in the first half? Like, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? Justin Fields, I, I want to support you. I want to be your biggest fan. I, want, I, I called you the next superstar waiting to happen. What are you doing? What is going on? We can't blame play calling for losing to the Buccaneers. You were making some bad decisions. Come on, you got to be better. And I said it, I'm done with Justin Fields and this team if this season don't go the way. And this season is going really shitty right now, and it's making us and making me feel fucking terrible. I am really, really upset watching this team. I, I It's making me disgusted. Justin Fields has started 27 games so far in the NFL. He's five for 20. He's five and 22 in those games. He has been sacked 101 times. His completion percentage is 59.8%. He's thrown 26 touchdowns to 24 interceptions. He has fumbled 31 times and lost eight of them. He's averaging just 156 and a half passing yards per game. And after rushing for over a thousand yards last season, the Bears have had Fields carry the ball just 13 times in two games this season. What the fuck is going on? We are going to Arrowhead Stadium and the greatest quarterback living, Patrick Mahomes, is waiting for us. The Bears are screaming at an 0-3 start. I am very disappointed in this team. And I told you niggas after that first preseason game that I was so scared about what was about to happen. And look what the fuck is going on. I am just, I, I just cannot believe. Nigga, the first drive, they got DJ Moore the ball twice. He had like 60 yards on the first drive. And then it was like they just forgot he was there. 
what is going on, Chicago Bears? Why are y'all doing this to us? Like, <laughs> I am so hurt right now. Please get better. Please get better. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Like I say, Izzy, please come back. <laughs> this is some shit that's been on my mind, man. Some stuff that's, that I've been thinking about. And, um, yeah, I want y'all to continue to be here for us. Continue to send encouraging words. Uh, this podcast is, is something that is like therapy for us. And we really enjoy being able to just come in here and just be free and just be able to say and do whatever we want on this wonderful podcast that we love. But we hope that Izzy returns. If not, I will continue to try to be here and do something. But the Porsche Chronicles is still here. Make sure you check them out. Every Sunday morning, we'll be coming to you Sunday morning until February. Make sure you check out the Forest Chronicles every Sunday morning until February. Um, I know this is Vel Thoughts. I don't really play no music and shit, but since we ain't had no loser shit and I ain't been able to put y'all up on some good music, I'm going to play something from this great fucking artist. His name is Full Crate. Uh, it's called Baby. Uh, it's featuring Malia. She's another wonderful R&B singer. I want y'all to check this out. And um, that's all I got this week. I will be back in some form or fashion next week, the week after some, some somehow soon. I will come and speak to y'all again. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Hi, Aki, baby. There's no time to back There's no heart